0: You're listening to a podcast from BJSM. I'm Lars Engelbretsen. I am uh, the editor of the BJSM IPHP, which is the IOC version of the BJSM. And uh, today I've been listening to uh, a talk by uh, Richard Frobel from Malmö in Sweden regarding the topic of ACL, anterior cruciate ligaments. And his topic today specifically was return to sports, And he had some really uh, interesting data that I would like to uh, ask him about. So the first statement that I was interested in was, it seems like in uh, Scandinavia at least, only uh, 40-50% of high-level athletes actually return to their sport after an ACL injury or ACL surgery. What's your uh, take on that?
1: The majority uh, of the research that has been done has been done by a Australian, actually, Claire Arendt, who has done a lot of meta-analyses and also own studies on this topic, where she found that approximately 60% uh, return to sports after ACL injury. Uh, that's a fairly low number uh, if you... Consider the fact that the majority of these patients actually get an ACL reconstruction just to be able to go back to sports.
0: Do you think there is a uh, difference in various sports? She's Australian, so they have these Australian damaging knee sports, uh, Australian real football and so forth. in where you live, you have downhill skiing, you have soccer and uh, do you think it's um, depending on the kind of sport the patient is doing?
1: I think to some extent, yes. Uh, I think it depends on the type of sport they are doing and what level they are doing that specific sport in. So I think the competitive level is also important.
0: But do you think we have data yet to say, for example, to a, uh, an American football player that he should uh, stop doing his sport because he has an ACL injury?
1: No, uh, I don't think we have data to say that. And uh, you also have to acknowledge the fact that we don't have data saying the opposite either, where we cannot say if we treat your ACL, you will be able to go back to sports.
0: So you have just finished or published uh, a very um, good study in New England Journal of uh, Medicine regarding uh, the treatment of ACL, where you have uh, randomized, or at least you're looking at the difference between surgery versus rehab, And you found some exciting results where two years after the injury, you look at them and they seem to score uh, similar or maybe even the rehab group scores a little bit higher. Can you elaborate a little bit on that?
1: That's true. That's what we found. We didn't explicitly look at return to sport. We looked at the technical levels. And that's one of the big issues when talking about return to sport is that there is a huge variation in, in how to report these figures. But yes, we did. We didn't find any differences in the patient related outcomes and we didn't find any differences in in the terms of uh, the levels either. Mm. Of course, in the group that were supposed to um, be treated with rehabilitation alone, 40% had an ACL reconstruction over the two years. The group is not uh, homogenous with only patients uh, with rehabilitation.
0: Okay, so one of the controversies <coughs> with this study uh, pointed out by orthopedic surgeons uh, has been that all the patients who were treated without surgery, many of them in the period of two years follow-up, had uh, meniscal tear, which then, uh, at least theoretically, should lead to earlier osteoarthritis. What's your, uh, I would say, opinion on this issue?
1: It's very important when you perform a study like this to open the book and be really transparent of, of your findings, and that's hopefully what uh, everyone sees that we are doing. It's true that the, the amount of meniscus surgery over time during the two-year period was higher among those treated with rehabilitation. On the other hand, uh, there was... S- a lot more meniscal surgery performed at baseline at the time of ACL reconstruction in the other group. So if you summarize the meniscal surgeries over the two-year period, there was no difference between the groups.
0: So this is very technical, of course, and uh, mm-hmm. maybe not interest other people than orthopedic surgeons, but let me ask you this question. You're now not so young anymore. So if you have your ACL torn in the alpine skiing in Sweden, what would you do with it?
1: I would most definitely wait with an ACL reconstruction. I would try uh, rehabilitation at first. If I still would experience instability because I'm an active guy, I like to do sports. And if that to some extent would decrease my ability to perform sports, I would seriously consider a reconstruction. But I would never perform that uh, at first.
0: So Richard, um, do you have the long-term data on your Canon patients?
1: Yes, we are currently preparing the manuscript for the five-year data, and I actually have it here with me, but I cannot share that with you uh, right now, but hopefully it will be published soon, and then I would be happy to discuss these results.
0: Right now, what is your uh, area? Of course, you are following this Canon group uh, for more years, but what's your area of research now?
1: My main interest now is the acute phase of ACL injury because there is a huge traumatic impact to the joint. And I think that there could be biochemical components contributing to both the short-term and long-term outcome after ACL injury. And I want to compare that in laboratory and using MRI to see if we can shed some light on this issue.
0: I think that's a good point because uh, ACL is probably almost the best model we have at this stage for an acute injury, where you have injury to your ligaments, your bone, your cartilage, and your menisci. So it's a wonderful lab for, you know, doing something that will improve it. So that's good. Keep doing it. Nice to talk to you.
1: Thank you. For more information about this program and other BMJ Group podcasts, please visit bmj.com.